waiting for the stream to start let us know you're out there yeah granted i this is kind of my fault because i kind of just posted hey we're about to go live two whole minutes ago yeah so and i did nothing because no it's tuesday instead of monday yeah that was my fault mostly um but oh there there are people there, hey hey, the hey people humans and such oh strange but, uh, concept it really is um but this, yes this weather has just turned me into a freaking hermit and i haven't like yesterday i had one conversation with a guy named rich who's one of the trainers at my gym and i just said are we supposed to get more snow and he said i heard but we're getting something but i don't know what and i said yeah and then we talked about skiing for a little bit and that was it that was my social interaction for Monday. I realized that the thing that I don't like about this time of year is that the only thing people ever want to talk about is the weather. Yeah. So I went to the cafe and there was a guy saying, well, you know, we're going to get another nor'easter. It's coming on Tuesday. And it's like Tuesday. Absolutely. Because we were supposed to get a nor'easter last thursday and we literally got a light sprinkling a dusting on the ground it was yeah. very strange and i don't know people you know live by the gospel of jim gardner well if jim gardner said <laughs> there's gonna be a nor'easter i believe jim he was around since 1977 <laughs> or something i don't know i yeah it's just weird oh and my parents watch the news it's a non-stop news yeah. They sit and they watch the news and the news barks <laughs> and it's the weather and news and tragedy and news. Yeah. And as they age, the volume goes up. So I spend my time in the basement um, yeah. uh, when I go over to do my laundry and I remember to bring headphones in case I have to be upstairs and listening to the news and the news and it's always the news. Yeah. There's nothing more depressing than your late local news. Yeah. Uh, it's like every bad episode of The Wire strung together. And it's, and it's, oh man. It's the afternoon news and then dad says, well, it's almost time for the nightly news. <laughs> How much news happens in four hours? <laughs> it's just. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And then you got action news. Who I feel nostalgic about that theme. Yeah, did. yeah. But, and I did it for one of the reviews, and I forget which one. But <laughs> yeah. I was surprised. And it's... Live from Independence Mall. And I didn't know if that was like a nationally syndicated theme. Really? So that other states action news uses the same theme yeah it's move closer to your world move closer oh, yeah. to your world my friend and you'll see dun, 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 dun. it's an entire song yeah it really is and it has movements within it so they use the beginning action stuff for the beginning and then they use the softer bit for the end yeah. kyw news radio 1060 and that's in my dad's cressida yeah Oh. I used to listen to that uh, going to Kutztown uh, yeah. the, just because there's something weirdly uh, like a, a friend's, you know, open handshake that 
is something about AM radio. Yeah. And it's just, well, you know, because, you know, how many times have we gone to Carlisle? And you're like, yeah. well, let's check for the <laughs> what, the road reporter. Right. You know. And, uh, oh, yeah, and the automated the automated voice that tells you about the turnpike. Yeah. Um, man, I like that. I, um, I wish there was a compilation, like, I'm sure someone has done it, but just 20 hours of weather scan, just that, like, like 90s weather channel. Yeah. I already did my own thing where I made my version of it. Anyway. I mean, I feel like there's probably a playlist on YouTube out there that's literally just 90s weather channel. Yeah. Because I realize one thing that I look up on YouTube that I find weirdly comforting is old 90s TV with commercials. I always got to put with commercials because the commercials, it's like this weird, you know, throwback that's similar to uh, the... You know, you see an old, like, beefaroni commercial that yeah. just takes you back to a different time period. Yes. And so you'll look up, like, full episodes of A&E Biography, and then mm. in the middle of it, you're just getting these weird random ads for, you know, the same Campbell's Soup commercial where the snowman comes in and eats the chicken noodle soup and it melts and there's a boy underneath. Yes! Oh, shit, I remember that And it's that done to this weird, you know, smooth jazz version of Let It Snow. Really? But, Yeah. Man, I'm trying to sit in a way that doesn't hurt my lower back because this weather just keeps me inside all day. I went hiking two days ago out to Allentown Shelter, and uh, which is more uh, AT stuff. We may take a break um, uh, for RCR at some point in the spring. It'll be like, Oh, in between seasons or yeah, something like that. Well, break. but what? Our, our RCR New Zealand goes straight through April, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of has to. Because we're almost, we're no, we're nowhere near halfway done. No. Because we're not, yeah, it's March well, and April. That's two months, just slightly under two months. And the Ovisaris is the season finale yeah. of RCR. And then we take a week off. And that week, I'm just going to drop off the radar and go out into the woods yeah. Or really, it's going to be the last, it's going to be the week of Ovis Eris because the next week I'm editing the comeback or, or the or the beginning of stuff back here. So, uh, can I get a ride to like Palmerton or something like that? Yeah. Um, just, just drop me off. <laughs> just drop me off in Palmerton and I'm going to walk back home. <laughs> It'll take me like four or five days. Um, and it'll be a good shakedown for my pack. It'll be so random of just, well, you're leaving your friend in Palmerton. Yeah. How is he going to get, well, he's going to walk. <laughs> is he Forrest Gump or something? It's like, no, no I'm yeah. going to walk the Appalachian trail back yeah, home. This is just what he does. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, cause I got my tent. It's like a Walmart tent. All my, all my, all my stuff. Uh, I mean, the best thing I have is the, the pack carry bought me, which is a Kelty 45, Kelty 45 liter pack, which I've talked about this stuff before, but uh, um, I have this Amazon list of stuff I'm going to have to put together, like a Sawyer water filter. I'm going to have to get trekking poles because um, I, I hiked once with my ski poles mm. and I figured out that ski poles are way too high mm. um, because you choose ski poles based on the height you are 
wearing your skis and boots because that elevates you like another two and a half inches yeah. off the ground. Ski boots and then skis below that. So uh, um, the ski poles that are fit for me don't really work. Anyway, I haven't even looked at the, the uh, chat going by. Um, so we just had the the Micra, which I think was the very first car I drove in New Zealand. The very first thing I got oh, behind the wheel oh, of. Yeah, the Micra, that was the first shooting day. Yeah. That and the other when thing. We were so we full of that. hope. Yeah. <laughs> we're so full of energy. I don't know. The hope pretty much hung around throughout yeah. uh, for the most part. It was just, uh, there wasn't the same sense of vim and, you know. Yeah, the... Um, the, the beach outside Wellington just sapped me. And then there was like a day where we just kept doing activities before. And I didn't have like a decompressed day or, or a nothing day yeah. uh, in there. Um, how come you switched using your first names instead of Roman and Mr. Regular? Got tiring. Yeah. And there's no reason to hide behind it anymore. Then and we kept slipping up anyway. Yeah. So it's Whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so... Um. Oh, and next, like we're, this is a podcast, and I'm just going over logistics of stuff we're gonna do next week. Uh, next week, can you drive me home from? Can, can can we do the podcast next Wednesday, and then after the podcast or before the podcast? Um. Wait, it would make sense to do this before the podcast because you got to drive through Hamburg anyway. For yeah. Reading. So can you pick me up from Bruce Hens? Yeah. Drive me back here and then we'll do the podcast. Cool. Because um, they're done. Uh, that's the day uh, uh, Goldie goes into Bruce Hens to get herself all welded up. Mm. Um, so uh, for those of you who haven't quite been following the channel, uh, my camera car, uh, Goldie, which is a 04 Forester, um, had rust problems. It had the front right lower control arm, big hole in that. And then the strut towers had rust starting. And then there were two holes underneath on the rocker panels. Uh, Bruce said, that's not really a problem. You don't have to throw this whole car away just for that. Yeah. So it's going to go to Bruce's. It, it's all done right now at Steve Moyer Subaru. Uh, um, Ken, the media guy, or their marketing guy, texted me before he got here. He said the car's done, hmm. so I'm gonna drive uh, 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 Laura the loner back. Um, if you want to tool around with her once before, um, you can. Hmm. Um, I am gonna do a full review on it, but since it's done now, I don't feel like shooting an episode in this weather. It just yeah, yeah. it's just it defeats hope to bring that back around yeah and ken and ken said we have an open invite to film stuff at steve moore so we may not film the exact 2008 impreza yeah. that we had it may even be a wagon um i have a whole lot of thoughts of where subaru is right now with the new world platform uh they're doing what gm and ford are doing and it is the uh, scene for uh, everyday cars from manufacturers. Now everybody across the planet is getting the same car. Mm. It's not, there's going to be no difference. The only difference is going to be right-hand drive, left-hand drive. And maybe slight things like um, 
uh, in the UK, every car has to have that rear-facing fog light. Yeah. That's that's red and brighter. Anyway, um, so for the past few days, I've been driving a 2008, I'm sorry, 2018 Subaru Impreza. Um, it has a CVT automatic. It has a new version of the EJ20. Um, uh, double cams, uh, timing chain, direct injection. Hmm. So it is v- very unsubaru sounding and very quiet inside. Um, it almost sounds like I need a better example, but it almost sounds like a, a um, eh, I'll probably use this in the review. It, it sounds like a Mazda 3. Hmm which is fine. There's nothing wrong with a Mazda 3. But then the question is, why are you buying this Subaru if it doesn't feel like a Subaru? And the answer is, this isn't real. This is a, this is a Subaru light. Uh, this is the Coke zero of Subarus. This Mm. is the, um, uh, this is curry for white people. (laughs) This is, this is a, you can tell it's a little bit weird because there is a little bit of growl there that the that the boxer engines make and it is all wheel drive uh and it is has still does for a sedan have a little extra ground clearance than, than your normal car um but otherwise it's basically just low sodium progresso yeah you get in this without knowing it's a subaru now that's saying subaru your average person wouldn't be able to tell. You get in an Impreza from 98, you know you're in a weird car. Yeah. And that's why people love them. So um, I'll get to these the, the, the chat Questions. in a minute. I just want to yeah. continue talking about this 2018 Impreza for the common person who isn't really ready to dive into the weirdness that is WRXs and the second you put forced induction on those boxer engines. Yeah. The CVT automatic gets better gas mileage and possibly better acceleration in the manual, and that's odd. Um, I could drive this all day and never have to raise the revs above 2,000 RPM. Hmm. On the highway in my 04 Forester going 60 miles an hour, I'm at 3,000 RPM. Going 60 miles an hour on, uh, am I at 3,000 or am I at 2.8? I'll have to check going home. Point is, uh, the CVT shaves a whole 1,000 RPM off uh, your your engine tax when you're on the highway. Mm. I was doing 1,700 RPM at 65 miles an hour in an Impreza. Mm. And the result of that is average fuel economy for a regular car. Uh, Subaru still is hiding that that mileage problem because when you're putting uh all-wheel drive full time that taxes your mileage um i uh the computer said i'm averaging 34 miles a gallon um when i filled it up uh i averaged uh, on paper when once you do the math i did 31.2 miles per gallon Great for a Subaru. We used to say Subarus, no matter what, would never break 30. This one does. And I'll bet, and this that's with me, like, accelerating hard from time to time. If I concentrated, 
I'm pretty sure that little thing could hit uh, a 35, easily 35 on the highway, mm. which is for your average driver who doesn't like I who who sees a four cylinder car and thinks, oh, it's a four cylinder gets good gas mileage. They will feel they're getting good gas mileage and will be perfectly happy with this 2008 Impreza. Um, in order to do that, though, you can never, ever, ever put your foot down. Mm. It's just feeding in the slightest amount and then letting the CVT transmission adjust ratios as you accelerate. And that's the strange paradox of it almost is that you're getting better acceleration, but you can't really just like you can't you can't you will accelerate at the same speed at one quarter throttle as you as you would at half throttle. Mm. It's just. It, it there's no difference and if you put your foot all the way to the ground you'll go a tiny bit faster the engine will rev all the way up you'll feel you're going faster but then you look at that speedometer you're not going any faster the cvt in the subaru impreza is very good if if you trust the computer uh the 2018 impreza is the uh icarus ending of deus ex just trusting the computer <laughs> Submit to the machines. They know what's best. And the thing is, that ECU and that CVT in the Impreza knows best. It knows more than you do. Put that thing in... Uh... Go on highway, no touch pedal. <laughs> Cruise control. Yeah. Uh, put that... Put it in cruise control on the highway and let it do its thing. And, you know, you used to say you, you put on cruise control, it would get worse mileage than it would if you may, if, if the, you know, better, mm. you can, you can adjust it. Not in this Impreza. Trust the computer, man. It, it will, it'll get you there. It's yeah. Tyler Durden. I will pull you through this kicking and screaming and in the end you will thank me. The, uh, but as I drove this 2018 Impreza, uh, I just question what I'm here for. I'm here to point the car. I'm here to judge road conditions and advise the ad advise the ECU what's about to happen. Um, yeah, but if, and I don't even. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, no! I was gonna say like if the worry warts have their way, that's what driving would be from here on out. Right. Of you're here and you're the suggestion of a driver, but you're more a passenger in this automated system of transportation. Yeah. Sort of like those Google egg cars that just sort of like show up. Yeah. And they're nah. Uh. Moog from Mighty Car Mods had, I forget what year, Forrester. He had a late third-gen Forrester, and he talked about how the throttle response was so alien because you could get on the, you would get on the throttle, you would lift off the throttle, and the car would accelerate, keep accelerating, or, or maintain that speed for another second before backing off. That's weird. And it happens in this 2018 Forrester as well. Hmm. Like... I can see now it's neat if you're hypermiling. If your game is to have an all wheel, I want a car that's good for the good in the winter time and gets good mileage. Well, by all means, Subaru, this thing will solve all your problems. Um, like you see a red light two blocks away, get off the gas now. 
it almost freewheels. That the, the revs, it, it, it the revs will drop and anything. Some guy says my car gets 16 city and 22 highway, and I'm fine with that because V8. Well, there you go. Bet you have TBI injection as well. Uh, they're talking about motorcycles in the chat right now. Oh, okay. Um, but that is the only game I can play with myself in this 2018 Forester is how how can I keep this Forester above 30 miles per gallon? And it's a pretty good game that I can play all day, but that's all we got to do in here. I can't drive it fun. Um, there is that manual mode where... Um, uh, the 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 cvt will make it feel like we'll do this vague approximation of a manual um it's like a dad losing to you in wrestling like oh you got me you know oh you're a good oh you're a good driver oh look at that oh, oh. oh you're raising the revs oh aren't you special <laughs> look at you you're driving fast like the real car guys <laughs> No, it, it, there's no. It doesn't have a sport mode, and the thing is, you don't even have to move that gear selector over into manual mode. It has the paddle shifters. You just flick down, and it'll go down automatically. Hmm. You don't even have to touch that thing down there. The only thing that the manual mode is good for is what the same thing we experienced with um, reliable Ronda or something for the Pacific Fister. That, oh yeah, yeah. That Toyota Corolla rental car with the CVT was nice for descending hills. So you don't have to ride the brake all the time. Um, the manual mode actually slows the car a bit, but yeah, yeah. Um, have well, no idea what they're talking well, about. Well, it goes back to the whole idea of no clutch, not a manual type thing. Right. Of manual mode isn't really the same as yeah. It's the approximate. Yeah. So I'd like to drive the manual version of it to see if that's any better. Mm. I drove the 2015, I drove a 2015 Forester with a six speed manual and I'm like, yeah, it's got a manual. So what, you know, I, I can shift all this and there, there's just no pull anywhere in this whole thing. Now, Ken said that, uh, well, what are you going to do? We got the world platform now and it's still actually no that one 2015 predates the world platform engine it's the it's the it's the ej25 but now it's pulling 1000 more pounds than it did in the second generation the fourth generation forester is 1000 pounds heavier mm. than the second generation forester somewhere to that number um uh visibility is okay out of the 2018 impreza that we have out there um i'm not a fan of apple carplay every time i plug my phone in nah, it's uh well i mean the whole bluetooth thing is so spotty as it is and wait is apple carplay it is just a bluetooth thing or is it a direct that's a good question i can't remember i have to see i always i instinctively just plug in my phone to charge it when i'm in the car yeah um it may be just through the uh usb hmm. maybe i'm spoiled with my kenwood little hundred dollar head unit yeah the bluetooth just connects fine all the time and there's nothing to do and uh uh I can understand why even now people just take out their head units and just put 
a simpler version of it. Car, one guy says CarPlay has to use the USB. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So out of all the camera cars I suppose we've had or used over the course of filming, what three? Would... <laughs> yeah. Well, first by necessity, when we just started, I had my Toyota Echo. Oh, well, we can go completely about every single yeah, car we've used as a camera you know, car. including the Fister, the... the well, the Hachiruku Highlander would have been the best because um, it uh, it was just large and it could move as Isaac Bloomfeld, Bloomfield, Blomfield. Damn it. Isaac. Oh. I always second-guess myself. Mm. Um, he proved that that thing's freaking quick. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't. That was a damn stable platform. It had the uh, the metal tie down loops, and then people started tweeting me. You know, you could just buy eye bolts and <laughs> just bolt them right in. I'm like, yeah. Well, then you're destroying the reset. Well, or are you? No, I, I drive a car till it dies, or I give it away. Yeah, and it's just one of those things that. I would then have to find a way to cut through the carpet and have, because I have to have a hatchback or a wagon. You have to be able to lift up the carpet to get to your spare tire. It's it's just little things. Yeah. Um, if I'm pushed, it could be. I have a list on the wall of possible things that that could replace um, Goldie. And the front runner is just another Forester, but the XT. <laughs> and I drove up to Bloom uh, Bloomsburg, uh, fan let me drive his 05 Forester XT. That thing's freaking fast. I mean, it it's not Corvette fast. It certainly isn't a tuned uh, imp, uh tuned WRX fast, but whew, it's got torque for days. It pulls up hills. <laughs> um I have to find out I I his um was a little bit old and also had the same rust in the same places. I'm guessing um, that's a common issue. Yeah, it's it? turned out to be a common I mean, thing. Whatever you get kind of has to be the type of thing that you just slam your nuts on the table whenever old man winter comes around of just like bring your worst. Yeah. For I am here to receive it <laughs> uh, in the fullness of life. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of, um, yeah, no, sorry. The, uh, he texted me today, the guy with the 05 Forester XT, and told me he had to drive down to like Westchester or something like that. And he averaged 21. <laughs> and that's all highway. I'm like, oh, I got to calculate what the Forester is really doing. Yeah. Um, uh, what my NA Forester is really doing. Now, over there on the wall is also another probably harder to find car, which is a Mazda... Mazda 6 GT, which is a station wagon that has the tie-down loops. Let me look this up. And it cause... also uses a Duratec 3-liter V6 and has and it's manual. I don't mind that it's just front-wheel drive. That could be a fun thing and a, and a good daily. But then people say, oh, you're going from Subaru because it has a rust problem. Then you're going to Mazda, which has it worse. Yeah, I know. Good luck finding a... Um, a Mazda 6 wagon in stick shift. I saw one at one of those creepy, um, 
creepy, like, Honest Abe stuff. <laughs> like, this is Honest Abe's used cars. I cannot tell a lie. <laughs> it's, you know, you know, when you, like, in, in um, somewhere around Leesport, like, or no, I'm sorry, north of Leesport, there's a few, like, really... It's like a guy in a taco truck who also sells cars. Mm. You know, he's got, he's got like a mud lot alongside 61. He's selling cars. I'm sure there's some good stuff there, but, you know, they're 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 keeping their overhead low. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Just two miles down, there's a teenager. What about down. the Saab 99? The Saab. Um, looks neat. There are there's no place I don't know anybody around here aside from Bruce who could work on sobs. Um, they're just not a thing you really see here in Pennsylvania. Maybe as you get closer down to YMS, or, eh, not, eh, really. not really. No, King of Prussia maybe is where the you only see time people. that I can think offhand running into. Well, I wasn't there for it, but you were telling me about it was the uh, Christmas special, the Lotus Elise. Uh, mm. where you got the sob story oh, from that lady. Oh, yeah. Driving a sob, and it's kind of how bad... Well, eh, eh, it's weird. Um, uh, John says, yeah, you, you got to find a place that gets their cars from the Southwest. Yeah. I'm not opposed to even travel, like, when I'm down there looking at stuff, because now that Goldie is being repaired, I'm going to be at least with that car for another year. So if I just casually look for a year and then just wait for that um wait for that one gem to appear kind of like how i did with the uh mr2 because i looked on and off for about three years to find an aw11 yeah and then i found the perfect one and then i realized that well we talked about how how much do you want to live uh in your memory before you realize it was just a small child's memory and all you're doing with this vehicle is to go back to the last day of school in 19, 1989 yeah. at Wayne Township Elementary. The haircut is perfect. Stop taking off more hair. Yeah. Like, just leave oh, the memories good. alone. That's a good line. That's that's a right that, that, that line. The haircut is perfect. Stop taking off yeah. more hair. Oh, I remember. Someone says, speaking about MR2s, what do you think about an MR2 SW20 as a first car? That's a terrible idea. It's a weird car, man. That's what? your first car? I mean, if you're living in Florida, maybe, or in a place that never snows and doesn't rain, then sure. Southern California, I guess that's okay. But if you're talking about an all-weather car, no way, man. And also, you're going to be parking that thing on the street. Savages are going to mess with it. Yeah. Someone's breaking into that thing. It's like having an EF hatch Civic and parking that on the street. Eventually, um, what is that, World of Worlds or something? Or when Mars attacks? No, not when Mars attacks. Was it? What's that one old-timey? Orson? Maybe it was yeah, Orson Welles. Uh, eyes from a foreign planet looked, or, or something looked with jealous eyes upon our green planet. Mm. Uh, uh, jealous eyes will look upon your EF hatch or CRX and view you with contempt. They will see their own life in contrast to your exciting one and seek revenge mm. or enact revenge. That's a better word. Oh. War of the Worlds. Thank you. Yeah, I would hope aliens have, have better things to do. Anyway. 
the winner that keeps on. I remember there was this one winner in grad school. This was after you graduated. I think I had a year ago. I was living uh, on Main Street in Kutztown. And there was this one song that would come up on my playlist. And it's, you know, it's it's early April and there's still snow on the ground. That hard cement style snow that has been melted and refrozen and is mixed with... Uh, mixed with uh, road salt, which should be melting it, but isn't and mixed mm. with gravel and dirt. And it's in the shadow of a building. And it so it never gets full sun. It's a darkening pile. Yeah. Sitting. And that's everywhere. And it's long past spring break. And there was this one song called You Can Never Hold Back Spring by Tom Waits. Mm. And I would listen to that uh and nope not going to make that analogy (laughs) (laughs) i i would listen to it like a cancer survivor what was my original analogy if i'm going to that uh that things will get better that the spring will come because we're in that moment of mid march where it seems like there's no hope spring will never come um, yeah. the warm weather will never come. How can anything possibly thaw this land? Yeah. And then it does. And then spring comes around again. How will we ever bury our dead? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just a very, uh, strange bit about this weather. I mean, and see, there I go doing it of, Oh, the only thing anyone talks about this time of year is the weather. But yeah. realistically it's, you know, something that we all have in common that we don't for the other eight months of the year that aren't this. So I think about those early days in October where you really start getting worried because it's still 85 degrees Yeah, and it's October 1st. That's a weird thing about Pennsylvania. All the seasons hang around too long. Well, that this with the is, exception of spring, spring goes in the summer pretty quick around here. Yeah. Well, there are some sometimes cool days in late June. Well, that's this is kind of a recent thing that I've noticed. It, I'm like the last five years is that we don't really get autumn anymore, mm, which yeah. bugs me because that's my favorite season. So good, but. I mean, in September, I'm ready for it to sort of, you know, I want to see leaves falling and changing color and all that mess. Yeah. And feel, you know, just crisper weather. Yeah. But, you know, it'll be early November and I'm still outside in a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's just, you know, great. You know, you want to enjoy the weather, but also the planet is dying <laughs> in a very final fantasy 7 kind of way the planet's dying cloud oh. <laughs> but yeah that's great i'm gonna go back to uh amusement park and ride the motorcycle game yeah, yeah. The motorcycle game there is simultaneously a great sense of urgency and also none yeah that, mm-hmm. that's kind of you know especially when you get to the later parts of the game and you can actually see the meteor coming down but yeah. it never advances any further yeah you can just go fuck off at the golden saucer yeah or, yeah. or gold saucer the entire time and no one will ever rush rush you about anything mm-hmm. because no one else on the planet is doing anything about this nope. so yeah everybody's still in Cosa del sol at the beach 
Well, I mean, that Cosa del Sol, like, villa cost 160,000 gil or something really? obscene like that. And I don't even know that you get anything for getting it. I, I think You maybe, get a save point. Yeah, and I think you don't have to pay to take the ferry anymore, but by then you already have the airship, so yeah. why would it matter? Right. Um, it's weird. Uh, Although it's neat, like, he actually has... Like, you buy that in your head, you can say that Cloud actually has a residence now. Yeah. He's not homeless. He's got a place. He's yeah, got this he's, kick-ass beach house. All right. Yeah. He's a resident of Cosa del Sol. Yeah, he's not living in Seventh Heaven's basement. Yeah. But, uh... I mean, so wait, you finished Deus Ex finally? Yeah, now I'm playing through again. Uh, trying not to kill anyone. It's tough. Keep oh, running out of tranquilizer. Yeah. But I figure like all the MJ-12 tubes are dicks anyway. I don't, I don't know any of them. So mm. I'm getting my stealth pistol. <laughs> popping a cap in their ass. Yeah. But I'm also trying to do augmentations I didn't do. And, I'm, and I know I will play it a third time and put all my skills into rifle, which will make the shotgun sniper rifle and plasma gun and stuff actually no wait plasma gun is heavy never mind well just to have like a more combat version of it because i'm still sneaking around yeah anyway well no the stealth stealth gameplay is more fun than just running and gunning yeah uh that's the only reason i you know the only thing that i really like about assassin's creed games is just you know stealth kills which mm-hmm. i haven't played one since the fourth one a few years ago uh but still the uh i, I it kind of makes the stealth gameplay makes me miss games like tenchu and mm. uh, other stuff I, I don't know one guy said uh, in the comments it's since scrolled up uh that he has a dr650 when are you gonna do a review on a dr650 and the answer is when on my dr uh when the weather warms up Honestly, um, I also need to get a new helmet. Uh, what What's at the top of your bucket list for cars to review at this moment? And what are your thoughts on the Subaru Lavrone? Like some something from a foreign country. Top of the list of bucket items is still K car. Hard to find. Yep. Yep. And also within our general area with people who are either willing to come to us or meet us halfway yeah. or be part along the along the trail of a trip we're taking yeah so it's just kind of hard mm-hmm. greetings from chile hello chile have you how about a 1988 dodge shelby daytona how about it are you offering like how about it i mean yeah if it fits the schedule K car, not key car. No, I'm talking about a Dodge Aries K car. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. This about. is a Subaru Lavorg. Oh, it's a it's a Lavorg. What is that? Is that a WRX wagon? It looks like an Impreza wagon, but it doesn't have any of the go fast stuff on it. Huh. Hmm. Or is it a legacy platform? Legacy wagon. Uh, yeah, I, the uh, name is like a portmanteau of things. It's uh, of three words, legacy, revolution, and touring. Hmm. So, Lavorg, which is funny because the or, the RG part of it just comes from the R and the G in touring, which is the most 
just absurd thing to pluck out of that to use as I don't know. It's Hmm. How long have we been running? It hasn't even been forty minutes yet. See, this is what happens when not a lot happens in the week. Yeah. Because uh, my week was just very much, you know, stay inside, write some things, mm-hmm. uh, worry about health because I'm a hypochondriac about everything. Mm-hmm. This is why, like, I can't watch medical shows and like, uh, I can't I don't like, like them either. yeah. It's because now you start thinking about like, oh, what are all the things that are wrong with me? this time mm. um and you know as somebody with like really bad anxiety you just feed into your own delusions about everything mm-hmm. and then you know the late local news comes on and you don't feel better about anything yeah it's just weird but yeah it is what it is i mean i i think part of it is i mean i am working out more and eating better generally and drinking far 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 less um i think i've maybe been out to like out properly once in the past month but i think also part of it is when you start kind of losing some weight you start to notice things that you didn't necessarily notice before before we went on the air i was talking about the xiphoid process which is that little like sternum bone at the bottom of your sternum yeah i didn't know that process isn't a process it's you could say xiphoid bone and it means the same thing yeah some people call it like the sternum tip or whatever um and i felt it for the because i didn't know it was there and you know you freak out thinking it's going to be a crazy you know it's it's a tuma or something but uh, apparently it's something that you know people freak out about but now it's just sort of you know at some point between the ages of like 19 and 30 like you might notice you might notice it but for some people you know it's not necessarily it's, and it's so bottom at the stern i feel nothing i mean you know, i can feel the bottom of the rib cage the breastbones up there i can't feel shit <laughs> yeah i literally have not um felt it before last night and now all i can do is feel it and <laughs> Now it hurts from me poking at it too much. Oh, boy. So now it feels like all swollen and everything. So I just pop like to a leave and I'm fine. Mm, um, all right. So it's just annoying because, you know, it's like being told to uh, pay attention to the fact that you have a tongue. You know, it's tongue awareness month. And all of a sudden you can't stop thinking about having a tongue. Uh, it's how do I feel about eating broccoli? I like it. Makes me fart a lot. I love broccoli. I bought some over the or over the counter uh, store brand multivitamins. I'm like I'm feeling crap. I'm gonna take a multivitamin. Do I feel better? And eh, I guess I can't stop farting. <laughs> and then I went hiking and just farted the entire time. And they're all SBD farts. And then I built a fire in the snow. That was challenging. Wait, multivitamins um, cause you to fart a lot? I'm noticing a correlation. Huh. I take a multivitamin and then it's. <laughs> Stereo. <laughs> that makes Kendall laugh really loud. Bruce Hen's little daughter. It's funny. Uh, oh, Pennsylvania in the wintertime, late winter. Uh, oh it's spring ha ha it's still snowing 
we're in daylight savings time, so that brightens my mood a little bit. More more sun to be outside. Yeah. And as far as us driving cars, we've apart from searching for a new camera car, there's just well, oh oh no, we did drive something that we can't talk about because it's not coming out until after yeah. this thing is done. Did we film something else? Nope. No. We that. have some filming stuff coming up next month that's going to be around here that I got permission uh, to film this particular car. It's going to be a good one. And what is the official car of Nazareth, Pennsylvania? Okay, Nazareth. You're way out there near Easton. You're near the Jersey border. No matter what car you're going to get, someone's going to drill holes in the bumper because it's either going to be bought from or going to Jersey. <laughs> Why do I think of Eclipse? Like like late 90s Mitsubishi Eclipses when I think of Nazareth. Because your schools have a little bit more money than ours. Well, uh, our school. Right, like, well, singular. Right. Yeah. Uh, official car of Allentown Honda Civic. Seen a few of those. Hmm. Uh, will you review more trucks? I'd like to. It's harder to get hold of trucks around here. You'd think they'd have sense of humor. Have uh, truck owners would have a sense of humor about themselves. Remember the wagon Accord burn victim? You should do that one. That's not a bad idea. Uh, it's too old for me to use lift. That's another thing. Mm. car has to be new enough to be like oh four or newer but i don't know if lift keeps rolling up the years i think my forester is just gonna is still gonna be good so i'll be able to keep using that one mm. i don't know if you start for lift now you'd have to have an oh five so it has to be a mid-2000s car uh as nice as it is to use something from the 90s it just really wouldn't work out official car of maryland i know very little about maryland other than, you know, it's a car you drive through to avoid. Uh, no, wait, is it Virginia you drive through to avoid D.C.? That other way around it. Mm. Uh, silence. Yeah, I mean. Not the best part. Like, I, I wanted to have Ken from Steve Morris Subaru as a guest. and uh, But he has March of Dimes. March of Dimes is going on right now. Mm. So I just told him, well, I'll just be by afterwards. We need to have someone else to talk to. Uh, Justin Kramer is continuously working on square body Chevys. That's where we'll get more pickup trucks. <laughs> Go up to Catasauqua Auto Repair. Get one of Justin Kramer's things he's working on. Square body Chevys. He has one of them with a camper on the back. <laughs> oh, it's so 70s on the inside. He says this thing is awesome. Um. It's not a question, but letting you guys know if you have a car show this year in October, I can get you some heady topper. Oh, beer. Uh, thank you for the offer. Oh, I was thinking about having a car meet, like an all off road car meet. Uh, I don't know if this is allowed. There's like parking areas up in the state game lands. I mean, it's public land and you're allowed to drive cars up there. And they have a parking lot. Yeah. It's just, you're not doing outdoor stuff. Um, well, I mean, we're being outdoors. Yeah. So <laughs> No one's going to do donuts. But what I wanted to do was have that and do trail magic at the same time. Because the AT goes right by there. So um, we'd like set up a table and stuff. 
and just do trail magic uh, for people. No matter what, I think it would go over better with uh, the Pennsylvania um, Game Commission if I just said, hey, I'm having a big trail uh, trail magic day. It's going to be this weekend. We're going to use this parking lot. There's going to be a good amount of cars here. It's going to be from this time to this time. Just letting you guys know. Yeah. And we're going to put some signs up and we're going to have some food for the through hikers. And probably the answer is going to be okay. Yeah. Or I could say, oh, it's a Jeep club. Now, that way, that's lying because it's not particularly any club. Um, no, it's just kind of a get together of friends we just haven't met yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Let me see if the subreddit has anything. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Official car of American Slavs? Don't know. Would you review a 1997 Mercury Cougar? Yeah, why not? I think that's a cool idea. Me too. The official car of Cape May, New Jersey. All the way to Cape May. That's a Ford Taurus wagon right there. Or a Honda CRV driven by exasperated parents who are, we're going to the beach at Ocean City. We're going to beach at Sea Isle City. Everybody wash your feet off. Did you wash your feet off? Wash your feet off before you get back in the car. I don't want to be vacuuming standing out of this car. Oh, why didn't you wash the feet? I don't know where your boogie board is. You have your scissors. Shake out that towel. Shake it. Shake it good. <laughs> Honda CRV. There you go. Let's see. Honda CRV that's never seen an ounce of dirt. Have you ever heard of the 2813 race? Is that a movie? Uh, I don't know. Because the answer they, is no. Yeah, they asked if you heard about it, but don't actually explain what it is. Uh, let me look and see if it's explained. No, don't tell me anything. It's just a an address of some kind. Um, let's see. What's the next country you want to go to? I want to go back to New Zealand. Because <laughs> it's... I want to go back. It's beautiful and there's no language barrier. Yeah. And we know people there. I could go to Canada, I guess. <laughs> That's one of those things of... I mean, there are places in this country we still haven't been. Plenty of them. Like Boston and, you know... Well, I mean, you know, the outer area, because you're not going to be driving anywhere in Beantown. No. Uh, but, um, yeah. One of the biggest asshole feelings I ever had was going to Cheers in Boston. Mm. I felt like such a dick. <laughs> And it is pop 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 packed. Yeah. And I didn't hear it, but you know that there's some guy who's going to walk in there. No, some freaking tourist from... I'll rip on Pittsburgh, why not? Some, Pit some <laughs> Pittsburgh yinzer going up to Boston and then sitting at the bar at Cheers... And every time someone comes in, no matter who they are, he yells Norm. <laughs> what a jackass. wonder how many that guys they got to put up with. I know. Let's see. Because uh, the real, t like, I went in there, like, Cheers on the Show is a circular bar or a square bar. Like yeah. Like a bar on all sides. The real Cheers is that set cut in half. The mm. bar is just like the letter 
is like a bracket. It's just backed up against a wall. And if you go into it, like, oh, this is literally a just tiny hole in the wall bar in the basement of a larger building. Yeah. That's all the real Cheers is. Now, of course, after the show, they bought out the entire building, and now the whole building is like multiple bars within it. But everybody just wants to go to the downstairs one. Which is ironic because you're completely killing the appeal of what Cheers was supposed to be. Yeah. Which is that it's this small watering hole that is so intimate that you can be familiar with everyone who goes there. Yeah. Now it's just this thing where you're probably not going to get served for the better part of an hour. Dude. Yeah. It was tough getting served. It's like, you gotta, you gotta walk sideways up to any bar Mm -hmm. just to get a freaking Sam Adams and people outside taking pictures and it's, it's, it's everybody's parents going there. Like this is, this is, this is their Disneyland. And there is of course a gift shop. And there is a big mural that you uh going up a stairway of the whole gang. Man, Cheers, did that start in like 1978 or something like that? I think it was in the 70s and ended in the 80s. Uh, and that's just one of those shows that I've never actually watched before. I know of it. It used to be on. It was about adult themes, yeah. which I didn't, you know, I'm 10. Like, this isn't cartoons. I think Seinfeld was the first sitcom I ever cared about growing up like a first live action not cartoon show yeah and that wasn't like uh, reading rainbow Mm. or also reading rainbow Um, yeah yeah seinfeld was the first one i think it goes early teenager i kind of understood it yeah i'm trying to think i probably go one of those like early afternoon nickelodeon shows like pete and pete Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, like, I not or welcome yeah. freshman. <laughs> but in prime time, it'd probably be one of those Miller Boyette sitcoms like Family Matters or Full House or Boy Meets World. Oh, duh. Well, yeah, there was TJF. There was Urkel, of course. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's just very different idea of what sitcoms are supposed to be now as opposed to says when i was four i thought the i thought lavar burton was martin luther king (laughs) (laughs) that that's not even a black simile that's not at all yeah that's not that that's an adam carolla term yeah um he uh lavar burton brought it back i think with like a kickstarter yeah i think it's on it's online now okay uh, or an online show uh, if I remember correctly, which I don't, mm-hmm. but yeah, I wonder what happened to Michael Dorn. Is he just fl- speaking of <laughs> like everything comes back to Star Trek? But yeah, I wonder what Michael Dorn is doing these days. I don't know. Sometimes I do wonder about Michael Dorn, uh, just because I love uh, Deep Space Nine so much, yeah. and every s- Star Trek series has an episode, or I think every Star Trek series does has an episode where they find an excuse to take the regular cast and get them out of their makeup. Mm. So, you know, deep space nine has this thing where Cisco has this weird dream that he's this science fiction writer in the 1950s. And, you know, basically the whole cast is there, but they're not, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Quark is just a regular guy and Mm -hmm. Michael Dorn is just a regular guy. And Michael Dorn, you know, he's handsome as shit yeah like it's ridiculous he's a good looking guy but he's one of those uh it's just strange seeing anybody outside of the whole like you know it's weird not having him have like the 
butt forehead or yeah. whatever or the snickers forehead yeah um he does a lot of voice acting these days yeah hmm. i can believe that what did someone say oh voice uh, yeah. acting episode in question is far beyond the stars yeah amazing ds9 app which mm. it is um but that, that what's your sense. favorite card ever review in all of rcr history what's the best car <laughs> what the best car you've ever driven what's the worst car you've ever driven what was the favorite number one ultimate panel well, this is my question this actually toyota kind of, century this kind of ties in is there a car that you would never drive That's, yeah one that isn't yours <laughs> we've told that story we called it off because the guy was lying yeah but I know the answer that you're saying. What's the make, model, and year of the car that you will never get into? I want to know the upper and lower limit of everything. <laughs> I have nothing to talk about today, so I'm just going to be <laughs> mocking you. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I gotta put this in a video somehow. <laughs> Fresh out the box. Stop. Look and watch. <laughs> Ready yet? Get set. It's <laughs> And I had another version of that. I forget what it was. Um, you ain't fully clean unless you're zestfully clean. <laughs> 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 Oh, I had this funny one I was doing in the shower. Um, oh, damn it. It, it. it was either an old commercial or it was some 90s song or it was like, it was like some like new Jack swing just done in that voice. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. <laughs> nah, it doesn't work. Hmm. Oh, bagel bites or pizza rolls. The hardest thing to cook on the planet, man. Pizza, ro pizza rolls are a horrible relationship that you keep going back to because there was that one night of good sex. Mm -hmm. That one. That one time you got the pizza roll correct. And you, you can't do it. Can't uh, you can't, it. can't do it. And it's because it has insides like the bagel bites everything what you see is it's all there yeah so there's no way that like you're going to get a surprise when you bite into it and yeah. then it's still cold in the middle yeah you know so but bagel bites are the easier one the way you cook bagel bites is you put the toaster oven let's be honest here you put the toaster oven on warm that's not even at two it's not even at 200 degrees yeah. that is as lowest setting and you put it in because it's okay if it dry toasts the bread because it's a what's a bagel supposed to be crispy when pizza's on a bagel you can have pizza anytime it's very uh i think bagel bites are you put a ring on bagel bites but you're always thinking about pizza rolls and thinking back to maybe this is possibly the time i could get it right yeah you know and so they call at 3 a.m. or they text at 3 a.m. saying you up. Yeah. And it's like, even though you got bagel bites sleeping right next to you, you're still texting. Yeah. What are you doing? You're going to chase that dragon. Yeah. 
And this question is coming up. Who would win a fight, Mr. Regular Roman? If it was a grappling fight, Nick would win. If it was a striking fight, I think I got a chance. Oh, I'm said- taller than him. I got a longer reach. But that guy, Nick, actually knows how to wrestle <laughs> from wrestling in school. So he would probably just wrap me up and submit me. I think he asked if I would beat Mr. Clean in a fight. Oh. Which is also... I got to pee. Oh, go for it. I'm sorry. I should have preemptively pee. No, it's all right. You got the chat. You got the chat. Yeah, I, I, I'll look around. Um, how tall are you? I'm five seven and a half. Five ten. And yeah, Brian's five ten. Uh, because I don't know. I just got too into caffeine growing up and arbitrarily stopped growing. I assume that's how it works. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Ultimate PA New Jersey battle. Is it a sub, a hoagie, or a hero? I mean, I know it's not a hero. At least not in my vernacular, but I mean, it goes back to sub and hoagie. I guess hoagie because of Wawa's hoagie fest, but uh, let's see. Um, you say I only hear what I want to. Oh, what happened to Red Betty? Oh, Red Betty's outside. Like, I drove her here. It's just I kind of don't really talk about it because there's nothing really to talk about. You know, it's a Mustang, it's a car past inspection well actually no that's not true uh but i did get fixed what didn't pass on inspection which is mostly you know rotors and all that other you know a new serpentine belt and so i kind of got that out of the way but yeah other than that you know the mustang's doing well i mean i don't really hoon her or anything but it's part of the process uh, any plans for coming back to Western PA? I don't know currently at the moment, but because uh, I have no idea what our travel plans are other than the Austin thing. And uh, oh, and I guess I'm going to I'm still awaiting press approval for the New York Auto Show, which is going to be a solo one for me just because I like going and because I feel more comfortable doing the car show format where it's just riffing on things, but also, you know, maybe do legitimate journalism, which I don't know if I can make that work. So I don't know. I'm back. We're back. Um, Austin or Boston. Oh yeah. I recognize that. Freddie got fingered. (laughs) Someone said Austin or Boston. All right. Have I ever visited Erie, Pennsylvania? No. That'd be interesting. Summertime. Go out to Erie. That'd be a long-ass drive. You know, it's one thing to make the Pittsburgh run. It's another thing to go up to Erie. Because there is no turnpike that goes up there. Yeah. You'd have to go up to Hazleton, take I-80 across, and after that, I'll bet it's just like a... Like a Route 183 or something like that. Just like a two-lane two New Zealand-esque state highway to get up to Erie. Yeah. Now I'm in Erie. Now what? <laughs> I could go out on a boat, I guess, on Lake Erie. Um, I can be in a very ponderous John Updike novel. <laughs> that, that could be like my vacation to Altoona. <laughs> I think the Altoona was sometime around this time of year where it just got so stir crazy. I'm like, I'm driving to Altoona. <laughs> Come what may. RCR boat reviews. We'll try. How long have we been going for an hour? Yeah. 
I mean, if anybody has any other relevant questions in the chat, now would be the time. Uh, Ever plan on doing a German trip? It'd be interesting. I'd bring Ted Stoltz along because he knows some basic German. I know nothing. Um, I I could do Germany, but again, that's years, years. Like, if, if we're still doing this and it's still profitable in, in, in a few years, then maybe. I mean, as far as RCR goes, I can really only see about a year out. A, year out. a good... A yardstick to measure RCR is one big trip to the next big trip. Yeah. I mean, because I never, like with me, I don't even think that far ahead to whenever the season, the end of the season, like I'm literally going week to week and it's kind of like an anxiety thing of just, you know, you're here in this moment, in this day, in this week, in this month, and just don't think about it too much. Mm -hmm. You know, don't think about what the future is it's i don't know uh it's may, maybe that's just how i get used to you know making sense of my weird existence uh mm -hmm. what's so sacramento question mark any luck with fiber one sponsorship oh yeah that's the thing that i am passionate about uh, the lemons race, yeah, or lemons race, uh, lemons rally. If they do escape from Moscow again, mm. that's something I'd do. That's something I could see into next year. Anyway, um, unless there's anything more from the Reddit channel, no, there's nothing on. There's Reddit. nothing on yeah, that. Um, the uh, we can, we can we can we can wrap this up. Ever coming to Canada? <laughs> Let's get the Falcon sorted. If if I come to Canada, I am driving the Falcon up there. Uh, I think that will help with the border crossing. Um, um, did I see the Joe Rogan interview with the old Romero? No, uad. that was interesting. It uh, was, you, you, what, you, I mean, uh, I didn't see all of it. It was uh, with Joey, Joey Diaz. Diaz translating. It was back and forth, and um, he kind of goes over some of the weirdness with the Tim Kennedy fight, which was a fight I didn't even recall. So, uh, but it's interesting just because it's a different kind of episode in that you know you have this interpreter and it's mm -hmm. volleying back and forth and so it's interesting to kind of see the uh sort of having joey to sort of create workarounds for phrases that mm -hmm. you know don't translate one-to-one -one. i don't know that kind of stuff interests me but it was interesting and i definitely check it out i'll definitely listen to that yeah um yeah, as far as this always goes to UFC. We'll just see what the only the only thing that's interesting me right now at the UFC is who they're gonna get for Stipe. Well, I mean the super fight with Cormier is that's happening. Yeah, that's happening. But and did they, it's did, for, they, did they say which UFC it's gonna be or how far out? I don't recall. No, right, we don't. Uh, but it's for the title, like for Stipe's title, mm -hmm. title if I defense. recall. Another title defense. Yeah. Which <laughs> and still, like if he does it four times, he'd mm -hmm. be like, Come on, guys. Can I get any sort of promotion here? Yeah. <laughs> and what's weird is, you know, he's killing dudes left and right, but at the end of the day, it's there's just this perception that Stipe couldn't draw money with a green crayon it's that mm, idea oh, that's that, a good line <laughs> it's not mine it's jim Cornette's, but uh -huh. it's a great it is it's one of those things of just 
he's not that guy that you put out on the poster for the pay-per-view as the draw yeah you know because he's He's just a guy. And I we just through, a guy who's the toughest man on the planet. Yeah. Like he's just a guy, but also like if you think you can take him, then <laughs> you know, it's it, that's the thing, is that Stipe is the most beatable looking, unbeatable guy. Yeah. Like he gives this impression of beatability, but he's one of the toughest men you will ever see in your yeah. life. It's just because he looks like a normal guy that you would see on the streets yeah. doesn't mean that he's not going to completely mess you up. And that's kind of what I find uh, alluring about him. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I hope this run just keeps going. And I say that as somebody who likes Daniel Cormier, but yeah. I hope it's just, you know, goes forever just kind of like the spite dana <laughs> just because he wants nagano you know, he yeah. wanted that superstar in francis nagano. he wanted someone else so bad <laughs> yeah one yeah. guy put a lot of emojis behind uh 300 zx a, a good car Mm-mm. 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 no no oh that's a messed up v6 it's a, it's a sweet looking v6 but i posted a picture of a 300 zx that's being worked over at Bruce's. People still don't believe me, and I told Bruce this, that that 300, it's, it's, it's a 1990 300ZX that when Bruce is going to be finished with it will make 700 horsepower. A 300ZX with a V6 making Dodge Hellcat power. Yeah. And people are like, that's not possible. And Bruce says, oh, yeah, it is. I, it's been done, and I'm going to do it for, you know, for a client. That's, and that engine is uh, who's that engine is going to be wound tighter than who's that character in Daria, the one teacher with the bulging eye, Mister DiMartino. Yeah, like that one teacher who, after the Pledge of Allegiance, is already at nine out of ten. Yeah, on on the aggression level. That's why. Like, okay, Bruce can't choose his clients, and. You know, the crazy car builds often come from crazy people who have money to back up their problems. Yeah. And case in point, the Falcon out there. But three, 700 horsepower out of what might have been a three liter V6. It's going to have two gigantic turbos on it, one for each bank. I think that's how that work, that one works. I saw it. It's, it's just a mess of vacuum lines and lines. I mean, my thing on... Uh, Instagram was tell me again how great and reliable 90s engines were. <laughs> so there were some great ones out there, mostly Hondas. And and uh and some of the stuff that Chrysler was kicking out. But that you didn't they didn't remove the engine from that transmission. They put blocks under the transmission, unbolted it and lifted the car off the engine and transmission that's how they did it you just see this 300 zx coming up and the engine and trans stays on the ground that's the and then one guy was looking at like or, or looking up online the, the the shop manual for how to get the engine trans out of 300 zx and that engine and trans has to lift out almost like this if you're going to pull it out the top of the engine it's nuts mm. Uh, I mean, that's kind of the AR, the automotive version of the AR-15 argument, uh, the gun argument of, you know, why would you ever need that kind of power uh, in a civilian? Coming out of that, well, you know, that's 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 a tough, tough subject that 
um, I can uh, find a middle of the road Jordan Peterson type argument for for guns, um, but at the same time, you had a very good tweet about like you really want to give teachers guns. How about this teacher that everybody yeah. had? And I'll say his name. Elementary school, Mr. Baletza, a man with a legit anger problem. Mm. And, you know, and, and, and you're going to give this guy the the final solution yeah. <laughs> to all his uh, regrets in his life sitting in that drawer. Mm-mm. So anyway, my soapbox is you get you you uh, you you turn the you find a way to turn in. You find a way to turn a school into a happy place. Mm. And the way I feel you do that is to just um, uh, get rid of uh, the state system of education dictating how each school should be run. The consequence of that is some schools will do amazing and other schools without the guidance of Harrisburg will fail horribly. Um, So just like now. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, because some schools are underperforming and, you know, it's that idea that people are being taught, children are being taught how to take a test rather than how exactly. to actually right. live in well, the and real then, world. That's the weird thing. We we agree it's it's a terrible way of approach to education. But what else is your best plan? And, and that, now the question doesn't really become what is best for uh the kids the question really is what is a fair way to distribute tax revenue mm. to each school cuz cuz you're getting you're getting funding by the state this private schools are not part of this um uh this this is public schools okay well how do you determine which schools get more money than which does it go by school population some of them do that and what happens is uh, some administrators will uh, fudge the records and say there are more kids here than there are. Like like kids who drop out, um, they'll put them on like big time suspensions or, or a kid who wants to drop out say, well, we'll put you on out of school suspension and you only have to come in like one day a month or something like that. And they'll work out a deal uh, to get more money. Yeah. Um, you could like like well okay then what would happen if uh, uh, e- every single school got the same amount of funding well that would be very good for small schools like Pine Grove area district um, who who maybe would invest it properly in some of your larger districts uh, um, like Schuylkillhaven and Blue Mountain uh, if they if they got less uh, a lot of the extracurriculars would go away particularly probably the music program. Um, uh, um, the the best solution sure you see you see it's tough it's, it's not just the kids it's a question of funding yeah and right now the the approach to uh, education funding is the state tests like the school does better you get more money um so we will teach to these tests and that's the consequence of that mm-hmm. um car show <laughs> we're english majors this is this yeah. is just this is just how it goes and we both work in the education system yeah 
Um, for the most part, most schools are doing just fine. I, I say it's bad, but they're 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 doing well. Is Normally, it- when you have these. Uh, discussions like these or in my case just talking endlessly you think wouldn't it be nice if and then you have your utopia solution or you you skip right to the part where you didn't do the work to create a school where we can just teach good things yeah that's great now how do you get there wouldn't it be right if we you know well the the solution to the gun problem is this i'm like yeah but how do you get to that point yeah um people are gosh darn different and some people are freaking idiots. Like I was having this conversation with one guy at my gym and he was talking about some girl who got pregnant from a guy and then he splits town. It's the same old story. And you kind of, I'll bet you could lecture her uh, all week and she still said, would still insist that she's in love because she's what? 22. Hmm. I mean, there's not much, you're not, there's not much, there's only so much you can do uh, with a brain whose cerebral cortex is not, is still developing. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of, a, you can't really legislate common sense after yeah. a certain point. Yeah. It's hard to litigate learning. I mean, as of now, the, the, this, like the state tests are our best solution. It'd be nice to find another one um, that will still satisfy the career politicians. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you need a happy thing to go out on. That that added a good 15-minute rant from me. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm 22 and I've never been pregnant, but I'm also a guy. Great. Wrap it up. <laughs> Wrap it up, man. Yeah, I have condoms in my pocket right now. <laughs> but, but that's because I take them everywhere now. It's one of those things, which I'm pretty sure isn't good for the condom, but eh. No, mine stays in my drawer over there. Yeah. My one condom, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, you know. So let's see. The happy things. Uh, uh, question from Freaky Soup. Nick, do you have a dream car in the same vein as Brian's AW11? Uh, not really. I mean, there's not, like, that one car that just jumps out at me that I really, like, must possess. A lot of it is just flashback stuff, like mm-hmm. the Eagle, uh, like the AMC. And it's and it's not necessarily that I would want to own it. It's just kind of indulging in memories, I suppose, going back to a certain time and a certain feeling, maybe, you know, the smell of the interior would just sort of be like the scene at the end of Ratatouille where he tries the thing and he has the flashback like the villain does. But uh, I don't know. I kind of like things that make me remember better times, uh, mm-hmm. which is a, which implies that I'm miserable now, which I'm not. It's just one of those things where you're always chasing that high of the past of because, you know, then is always better than now no matter how good now is and that's just kind of a weird way of living probably but can't really think of any other thing off the top of my head Mm -hmm. uh but yeah yep well you know that's a podcast yeah life yeah and, and the things thereof all right 
But uh, I'm Nick. I'm Brian. And we will talk to you later. Bye.